Um, Brandon, you disabled the screen share and I was gonna bring the plans up so we would have them if anyone would like to refer to them. You should have the authority. Okay. Okay, it looks like everyone's here. So I will go ahead and call the regular meeting of the Sausalito Historical Preservation Commission for February 16th, 2023 to order. Um, Brandon, will you please call the roll? Yeah, certainly. And, and uh, Kristen, if we could delay screen share until we get to the oh, item. Sure, sorry. Thank you. Um, and thank you, Chair Nichols. Just some opening remarks. Good evening, Historic Preservation Commissioners and attendees. This meeting is being held pursuant to Government Code Section 54953, subsection E, and in light of the declared state of emergency, the special meeting of the Historic Preservation Commission on February 16, 2023, will be conducted telephonically through Zoom. And I will now call roll. Commissioner Berkowitz. Here. Vice Chair Newman. Here. Chair Nichols. Here. We Thank have you. a chief quorum. Thank you. Next item on our agenda is approval of the agenda, and we only have one business item tonight, which is the project at 660 Bridgeway. Are there any additions or changes? Uh, Nate, I can't see you, but I'm not hearing anything. There are no, no, I'm in the affirmative. I voted affirmative. There okay, thank you. Do we need a roll call? call? Uh, for the agenda. We'll, we'll want a motion and a second, and then we can take roll. Okay. Is there a motion, please? I make a motion that we have a roll call. Okay. Please. So your motion is to approve the agenda? Yes. Thank you, Nate. Is there a second? Yes. Okay. Thanks very much. Will you call roll, please? Mr. Berkowitz? Here. Vice Chair Newman? Yes. Chair Nichols? Yes, thank you. Motion passes. Okay, next we have approval of our minutes. And we had our last meeting, which was January 19th, as well as we uh, got an additional email with the minutes from our November 17th minute, where we had asked for some corrections. So those came back to us as a courtesy to show that those corrections had been made was related to um, Commissioner Werner uh, being present or not. So those have been uh, directed. If I may, Chair. So first I'll ask, yeah. I just want to note that- um, I can't Chair. turn that off or, or you lose me again. Okay. That's my second line, a second line. Okay. Understood. Thanks, thanks Commissioner. Um, just want to note on, the minutes for November 17th that Vice Chair Newman was correct that Commissioner Werner was not present. So we have adjusted the vote to 3-0 with Werner absent as opposed to what it formally read as, which was 3-1. So I uh, appreciate Vice Chair Newman, the attention to detail. We've also corrected the date and the header as well as the um, secretary name, which was Adam East. He is no longer with um, CDD and I have changed it to my name. Uh, I have also noted, would like to note on the HPC minutes for January 19th that Adam East is still listed. Um, 
I would recommend that the commission approve those minutes with that modification. And additionally, just for the group to know, I have made a request to uh, the minutes drafter to use me as the secretary moving forward. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Okay, um, let's go on the um, with the January 19th minutes first. Um, are there any additions or changes uh, in addition to what Brandon has just recommended that we ask that Adam West's name be removed? East. East's name. I always did that. Excuse me. No, no additions or changes. Okay, just to keep going here, I'll make a motion that we approve the minutes as amended. Is there a second? I'll second. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Director. I'll roll. Yes, thank thanks. you. Commissioner Berkowitz. Uh, um, I seconded and I agree. I concur with this minutes. Vice Chair Newman? Yes. Chair Nichols? Yes, thank motion, you. Motion passes. And I'm not sure that we need to approve, reapprove these revised minutes, uh, but uh, for the sake of having them come back, um, is it okay to note that we have checked that the revisions have been made? I, I would like to have it on record because okay. we actually, I don't believe approved them because there was still an item that was under discussion. So we went back and verified uh, that point of uncertainty. And uh, if we could approve them this evening, I would appreciate that. That's better to be safe than not. So appreciate that. Is there a motion to re, uh, approve the November 17th minutes with the corrections of, uh, that have been noted? I'll make that motion. Is there a second? I'll second. Thank you. So it's seconds. I'll Is call. There, thank you. Commissioner Berkowitz? I seconded and I agree. Uh, Vice Chair Newman. I voted affirmatively. Thank you, Nate. Did I come Vice through? Newman, I'm sorry, yeah. Vice Chair Newman. I I uh, I don't believe that I. Yes. Thank you, Chair Nichols. Yes, thank you. Motion passes. Okay. Next on the agenda is an opportunity for the public to comment on items that are not on the agenda, which as I, which as I have previously mentioned, the only thing we have tonight is this item is 660 Bridgeway. So if you'd like to talk about anything that is not 660 Bridgeway, now is your opportunity. Do you wanna direct the community? I don't know that we have anybody on the call. I can't see because we've got the screen share up. Do we have anybody in the audience? Um, let's see. I am not seeing any hands raised, Chair. Okay. Then I'll clo close public comment on this item and uh, just ask for if there are any declarations the commissioners need to make on the 660 Bridgeway project. I have none to make. Nora, this okay. is Burks. I have none. Thank you, Nate. No. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, Kristen, would you like to start uh, with your staff report for 660 Bridgeway? This is item 6A. 
I'm just going to bring, can you see these plans? Yes. And I'm just going to bring them up here in case you would like to refer to anything on any of these pages. That's helpful. Thank you very much. We'll go to the front elevation. So I'm sure you all remember having um, heard this application before. Whoops, I passed it by. Um, you originally heard this in conjunction with some other work on the building in uh, May of 2022 and July. And at that time you directed the applicant to separate the two aspects of the project, the front elevation changes from the other changes so that you could act on those and make a recommendation. And after that occurred, the applicant then refiled later to just have you reconsider the front elevation modifications they'd like to propose. So that's how we've gotten here back to this full circle. Um, the subject application is uh, related to 660 Bridgeway, which is a mixed use building centrally located in the historic downtown district at the intersection of Bridgeway and Princess Street. The building itself is known as the Purity Market Building. It's based on the records on file that I've located. It was constructed between 1935 and 1941. And it's considered to be a contributing structure to the downtown historic district, which is national register eligible. More complete summary of the history of the building and its background of uses was provided for you in the staff report. And I'm not going to repeat all of that. I also included a historic evaluation that was previously provided by the same applicant um, prepared by Preservation Architecture for your consideration. <clears throat> Millard Artberry, on behalf of the property owner, has, is requesting a certificate of appropriateness to renovate the second floor front elevation of this historic structure. Proposed improvements include the replacement of fixed windows to install a pedestrian access door and the addition of a front outdoor dining deck that would extend two feet into the bridgeway right away. To enable the deck installation, some demolition of the existing material and features is required to introduce supportive structural elements. And they detailed those in the plans. Um, if anybody didn't see those, I can point that out. Chapter 10.46 of the Sausalito Municipal Code requires the Historic Preservation Board to determine whether a project affecting a historic resource is designed appropriately so that it will not substantially alter the historic resource or, um, or the surrounding historic district. To make the determination, it's generally accepted practice to try and identify the most important elevations and character defining features of a building. And in this instance, uh, staff identified the front elevation as the most important character defining feature of the building because it's the least altered. It still presents its original features and character and directly relates to the historic downtown character. It's noted the dome shape of the building and the exposed concrete arch and cross beam, a hallmark of purity store architecture re remains visible and intact. Generally based on the scope of work proposed and the impact on the front elevation, staff's unable to determine the projects consistent with the required findings of the municipal code or with the secretary of the interior standards. Modifications would require removal and alteration of historic material that characterizes the structure and would add a visually dominant architectural element inappropriate to the building's historic architecture. Staff also is concerned the proposed front decks out of character with the downtown historic overlay district, 
as it introduces a modern deck extension projecting over the sidewalk that's not in keeping with the surrounding downtown historic architecture or streetscape. So based on all this, staff's recommending the commission hold a public hearing. And after taking all plans, written and oral information into consideration, the commission should provide a recommendation on the certificate of appropriateness. As you note in the staff report, we were having difficulty providing the findings for approval. So we have prepared you with a resolution of denial if the commission determines that is the appropriate action to take. Thank you, Kristen. Do either of the commissioners have any questions of staff at this time before we hear from the applicant? Seeing none. Um, I would like to invite uh, Millard Arterberry or Mr. Henry um, to, you know, you can speak as a team or as individuals. You'll have 15 minutes. If we, um, we probably will not stop to ask you questions, but if we do back and forth when you finish, that doesn't really count against you. So is there a, a, the ability to do a clock, a timer? We could, we can just sort of, keep track of this. I'll use my phone. Um, and I'm wondering who would like to speak first. I think yeah, you're sure. I have the timer set on my end. Um, to okay. Which I'm happy Great. To start. Yeah, that would be better. Thank you. So I would invite uh, either of the team or both of the team up to do a, a presentation if they'd like. There's Mr. Henry. Uh, good evening. Uh, first of all, thank you uh, for being here tonight and, and considering this project. Uh, uh, Millard, uh, would you like to talk a little bit about it? Absolutely. Um, I do have uh, um, some remarks, um, fairly brief, because I believe all the commissioners are, are familiar with the project. And uh, um, good evening, commissioners. I, I, we really do appreciate you taking, um, taking time to look at the project again. Um, I'm going to rely on my notes here because I'm not a really good extemporaneous speaker. So please bear with me. And, you know, as, as you all know, the, uh, um, this latest iteration is the result of three previous meetings. Um, and the initial design included a rear deck, which was pulled off, uh, for its, uh, own permit and was approved. Good. And, uh, the first iteration also extended over the arch and based on your very valuable feedback, we um, uh, re reduced the size of the deck and brought it within the aperture of the arch. Um, and additionally, we also uh, beveled the edges to, uh, to soften the profile of the deck. And so, and again, this was all, um, based on the feedback of the Historic Preservation Commission, which we felt was very helpful and appropriate. Um, as Kristen mentioned, the overhang is 24 inches into the public right-of-way, which would, of course, require an encroachment agreement. Uh, the existing signage is to remain um, at the same height that it is currently. It'll just uh, be at the front of the lower portion of the deck. Um, the materials are the same materials that, um, that are used at the rear deck, which are uh, glass panel guardrails with charcoal steel frame. 
copper flashing element uh, that will patina age. And the area of the deck is 250 square feet. Um, and I, I believe that the pertinent uh, Secretary of Interior standards for preservation are the ones for rehabilitation. And there's 10 of them, and I don't want to go over all of them, but I thought that four of them were, were most important, and it'll just take about 30 seconds to read them. I think it's worthwhile to read them because we did our best to follow them. You know, uh, number one is a property will be used as it was historically or be given a new use that requires minimal change to its distinctive materials, features, spaces, spaces, and spatial relationships. The historic character, or the second, is the historic character of a property will be retained and preserved. The removal of distinctive materials or alterations of features, spaces, and spatial relationships that characterize a property will be avoided. Uh, number five is distinctive materials, features, finishes, and construction techniques or examples of craftsmanship that characterize a property will be preserved. And maybe most importantly, number nine, new additions, exterior alterations, or related new construction will not destroy historic materials, features, and spatial relationships that characterize the property. The new work will be differentiated from the old and will be compatible with the historic materials, features, size, scale, and proportion, and massing to protect the integrity of the property and environment. So historically, the front facade, uh, as uh, Kristen mentioned, has two distinctive features, you know, a large rainbow concrete arch and a horizontal band that bisects the arch. Now, two apertures are created by these two remaining historical elements. Now, throughout the history of the building, and we have you know historic pic uh, pictures from various eras, from the 40s, the 80s, and and the 70s and and throughout that um throughout that history of the building these apertures have been filled by two elements glass storefront and signage now visually our intent was for that to remain the same to have an um a deck element composed primarily of glass that would blend into the glass storefront and and we feel that uh, we've accomplished that, that we haven't significantly changed um, the overall look. Now, if it may be worthwhile, um, Kristen, do you, um, in, in our plan set, we have some, we have some uh, pictures of the front of the building as it, as it uh, currently is. And I, gosh, I can't remember which page, but it might be useful to kind of look at that just really quickly. Um, and it's from across the street, you know, uh, more or less from the center of Prin Princess Street, looking across, yes. Uh, and maybe the most useful is the east elevation picture there. And that was, <laughs> on that day, we had a ladder up because we went up and had to do some uh, uh a little bit of uh, excavation of that area to determine if uh, if we had sufficient structure. But um, again, you could see 
um, you know, the, the dominant features are the, you know, the rainbow arch and the, uh, the horizontal band bisect, bisecting it. And that's not going to change. And uh, we feel strongly that the, um, uh, that the glass rail will blend into that. You know, if you come down Princess and just look at that facade, there won't be a significant alteration to that. You know, and as such, you know, we do feel the design is consistent with the standards. And we respectfully request that the HPC um, provide, a, uh, provide the project with a certificate of appropriateness. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Do you want to add anything, Mr. Henry? Uh, I, I would just uh, like to say uh, a couple of things. Again, thank you everybody for being here tonight and, and uh, taking time out of your schedule to, to help us through this process. Uh, I, I would just like to speak for a, a second, if I can, uh, about the, the downtown vit uh, uh, vitality and, and the business and, and kind of what's going on down there. Uh, there there's closed uh, storefronts uh, and the the downtown really needs to be re-energized and and I don't I, I doubt any anybody would would you know argue against that and that's basically what we're trying to do is bring more people downtown uh, to enjoy the, the beautiful waterfront uh, eat at the restaurants and do shopping and 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 just bring more vitality to downtown and and I I think this deck would would help generate more traffic. Uh, more tax revenue for the city, and uh, it, it, it's something that I, I think would would help. Uh, there would be energy out there. People would would see other you know people sitting out there having a good time, and I think it would just draw more more people to the downtown and have them you know really appreciate Sausalito, you know for everything that it is. You know it's a beautiful place, and the more people that can enjoy it, the, the better. Uh, we we want to work with you and and minimize any any impact, but I I agree with Miller and and that the the main uh, attraction or, or the main part of the building is the curved part the Quonset hut and 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 the bond beam going across the center that bisects that, and I don't I don't believe we're we're really taking anything away from that and 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 uh, uh, the the existing sign. Uh, you know, barrel house, it, it, it's, it's, the, the colors aren't quite right. You know, it's not quite so prevalent. Uh, but th this would match the, the back of the building. And, and uh, uh, you know, people love to be out on the back deck. You know, they love to sit out there and watch the ferries and, and enjoy the beautiful weather and, and the views. And, and I think this, this deck would complement that and, and, you know, give the, the guests that come to Sausalito a, a different different perspective. And, and uh, so I, I ask that you work with us tonight and, and, uh, and approve this. Uh, and we, we've worked hard on it. You know, we don't want to give up. We, we think it would be really good for Sausalito. And, and again, uh, thank you for being here tonight and uh, look, look forward to your decision. Thank you. Um, can I just ask um, before we start, um, Kristen, you mentioned we'd seen this in July or June, and then I went back and we saw the the more formalized plans for the back deck and this front deck project in November. Is that right? Does that seem right? 
I have from the file I looked at May 19th and July 21st, 2022, and then September 15th, you approved the certificate of appropriateness for the rear deck. You're right. I'm sorry. It was September. Yeah. So my question would be at that time, we, we had a long discussion about what we felt the appropriateness was um, of the front um, project versus the back. And it was bifurcated. And, and I'm glad you were able to get your deck permitted. Um, can you walk me through any changes that you've made in the project, if any, um, from that time, um, because I feel like at that time it was thoroughly discussed, uh, and I just want to know if there were any changes that were made. Uh, are you bringing this back as the intact bifurcated part of that September project? Does that mm. make sense? Uh, yes, Chair Nichols, it, it is intact, and uh, I would say um, I want to apologize for the, I, I believe there's an inconsistency in the plans in that um, the uh, the white painted purity logo there at the top is no longer uh, a part of the project, and it's, it's noted in the uh, exterior elevation, but other than that, uh, the uh, um, the um the uh the design is more or less the same as what you'd seen before and uh in september uh if you'll recall the uh the discussion around the design of the front was pretty energetic and pretty evenly split and there were commissioners who were very very in favor of it and uh there were commissioners that weren't so we we felt it's but we do feel as though it's appropriate and so i hope that answers the question okay. thank you that's helpful <clears throat> would anybody else like to ask any questions of uh the architect project architect or mr henry before we have public comment <coughs> nate david any questions uh, no i will give you an observation i was out sailing on sunday and spent probably 20 minutes becalmed right behind the um, east side, the east uh, portion of the building, east way. And it was very difficult to really see much of anything, simply because of the color. And it was high, it was a nice, beautiful day. So uh, it, everything to me is really um, dependent upon the west side where the arch is most visible. And I think you've done a good job of talking about it and, and, and describing it and your desire to make it a more interesting part of uh, the building, uh, I think only enhances it and has little historical uh, negatives to it. Okay. Let's um, try to just keep ourselves to questions before we hear from the public, but that was helpful, Nate, appreciate it. Uh, David, do you have any comments before we ask for public comment? No, I don't. I okay. think we, we said it all previously on two occasions. Okay, thank you. All right, well, let's, um, I can't, again, I can't see um, Director Phipps if there is anyone in the audience that might wanna comment. We'd certainly like to have their input if they're waiting to do so. 
So, so seeing none uh, at the moment, Chair Nichols, but just for folks who may have joined, um, and I'm not not seeing, but just in, in case that they have, um, participation is limited to three minutes per speaker. If you would like to make a comment, please raise your hand in the Zoom application, and you will be called upon when it is your time to speak. To raise your hand from a phone, press star nine. Thank you. We'll give it like a a little bit here to make sure we don't have anyone that seeing seeing none share and i think that um this this group are the only attendees at the okay moment. great all right so fair enough well we'll close public comment and we'll come back up to the commissioners um would anybody like to start or you know would you mind if i asked one more question of staff that just occurred to me uh commissioners no, go ahead. Okay. Um, Kristen, would you be able to pull up that um, the, res the uh, historical evaluation from preservation? I didn't print that out, but I remember reading it today. And I want to just review um, for my own memory the characteristics that were called out in that evaluation, because I think the windows were called out too. I think it was the arch the horizontal ban and the windows but um and i think this was done by mark hubbard Hubbard. Hubbard, yeah uh let's see i think when it gets into past the history uh significance let's see are the six arch-barreled concrete frames, and he calls these the original frames, uh, one across the front on Bridgeway, and then we have the others in the other locations. So he's called this out as an original feature. He also acknowledges in here that the arch is a, a character-defining feature, and I believe the horizontal band at some point, the belt course, yeah is also vestige of the original design. So I just want to start with that as a as a benchmark here that our previous historical uh, uh, previous historical evaluation of this process uh, project has indicated that those are character defining features. So I'd like to look in the context of the project versus the um, elements of the building. And that's all I wanted to say. Um, before I hear from both of you. Uh, Nate, would you like to add anything else or uh, you want to go to David first? Could I ask a question? When was it built? Uh, I, I believe the staff report said 35 to 41. And I, you know, I've re researched this over the years and I think it's sort of generally acknowledged around 41 based on our local newspapers, but it certainly could be earlier because the purity markets were, were going in and I think some even in the late 20s, but at least the early 30s. So around that, around that time, that decade for sure, late 30s, early 40s. Is that comportable? That's, that's, that answers my question, yes. Does that comport with what you found, staff? Okay, thank you. Okay, David, would you like to make any comments? Yeah, I think there's a photo from 1941 that shows the building completed. 
which was in the staff report on page two. Okay. I think we've talked about this a lot, and we know that other purity markets around California have these distinguishing characteristics, and that um, ours is one of the few that hasn't been significantly altered, although others have been and others have not been. And uh, there it is. Thank you. And um, I think we've been we've discussed this a number of times. I think that the proposal <laughs> definitely alters the character of the significant character defining feature of this building that is still remaining because it has been altered significantly. I think we approved their rear changes to the building, the ones on the other west elevation. Uh, because it had been altered significantly and that it would incorporate the issues that the owner and the current lessee see as important. And I think that I would think that the staff's finding is correct. And I think we should move on. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Nate, anything you'd like to add? No, I just think it's a neat building and uh, we should be as helpful as we can and respectful to the fact that uh, it represents a unique uh, design at that time. It subsequently, of course, we had an awful lot and a great number of Quonset huts. And to me, it's a um, progenitor of what a Quonset hut might be ultimately look like during World War II. Thank you. So my remarks are gonna be brief because I think I was pretty exhaustive in the last um, hearing. Um, we haven't seen a change in design here and I, and I appreciate the staff's report, which was including the previous historical evaluation of the building and just some background uh, in general. Um, I believe contrary to the um, conclusion that the project applicant has made that there is some uh, inappropriateness here that the uh, construction of this project would uh, remove historical materials and it would uh, definitely impact the um, horizontal uh, the horizontal beam that's in at the at the at below the windows um, at, at, within the arch. Um, I totally appreciate the arguments about economic um, vitality in the downtown, and I just want to reiterate that um, that isn't part of our purview. But as a forty-plus year Sausalito resident, I certainly want everybody to be successful. So. Um, what we're looking at tonight, though, is historical preservation. I believe I said this last time. So because the findings are more clearly articulated in the staff report, I feel comfortable um, making a formal denial of this with those specific findings. I think that is um, always helpful. And um, I think the better way to go than just general comments. But I cannot make those findings that this um, project does not 
um, interfere with the character defining features of this front facade. So for that reason, my vote would be to deny the project. Um, and if there's any other comment, I'd like to hear it uh, or entertain a motion to deny the project as it has been presented. I so move. Is there a second? I'll second it. Will you call the roll, please, Director Phipps? Yes, thank you, Chair Nichols. Commissioner Berkowitz. I'm, I do not want to deny it. Okay, thank you. Vice Chair Newman. Yes, I agree with the motion. Chair Nichols. Yes. Okay, that is a two, one, which I believe um, is a non-passing motion as we need quorum for a motion to pass. I'm sorry. I, I believe you can actually pass it with a two-one vote because it's the majority of the members in that, that are present at the hearing. Oh, yes. I, I appreciate that. Thank you, uh, Kristen. I think that the the three O may apply to Planning Commission. Uh, appreciate that. No, in that case, motion passes. Which is a denial, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. A recommendation for denial. Yes. <laughs> Correct. We're just making recommendations to the to the historic significance of the build of this particular project on this particular historic resource. So uh, I think we've taken our action. I'm sorry, Chair. Could you explain what you just said? We have the authority to deny this. Uh, David, we're yes, we're recommending. We are denying through the recommendation that the project, that this project impact, maybe, here's, Kristen, do you wanna explain this better than I? I'm gonna get- You're adopting a recommendation of a denial through the certificate of appropriateness denial. That's correct. Right. That's the end of it. <laughs> right, we've taken the action. Like, and, like and, and I'd li like to ask staff, this is our authority, correct? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. That doesn't go anywhere else. We just denied it, correct? No, it, it can go on to planning commission now and we will present them with the certificate of appropriateness. Are you sure about are you sure about that? Yes. No, I didn't ask you, Chair. I asked our staff member. Yeah, it, they can go on to planning commission at this point, but the commission will be presented with your resolution recommending denial. Okay, that's not how I understood this. Well, the commission can't alter your recommendation, but they, they do get to be able to go on to the planning commission. I can bring up the code section if you'd like. Act, yes, I would. Yeah, and I'd also say as a former planning commissioner that we would we would uh, definitely be these these recommendations or actions by HPC would be of interest to us and inform our process. So the planning commission will look at this resolution. I would hope so. Yeah, no, we definitely used to. Yeah.
view procedures. before the planning commission is scheduled to consider the project. So this is the first step. Now the planning commission gets to go with your recommendation to consider the project. This is the same process that I enforced in Larkspur as well. It says they may revise. They may the not revise your recommendation, but they, it doesn't, and they can ask you to, to reconsider, they can send it back to you. Yes. For reconsideration. I think that's clear. Is there any um, additional need for verification in the commissioner's opinion? Uh, I'm familiar with the ordinance having helped write it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chair, I also helped approve it, okay, when you were not on the HBC, okay? And I don't so, believe this is the understanding we had at that time. So I think, I think uh, if, if I may, Kristen. Has... I see what it says. It says an advisory certificate of appropriateness. I think that should be made clear to all of us commissioners and whoever will join this commission in the future, because I think that there is, um, an understanding, we need to have an understanding what the purview of this commission is vis-a-vis -vis the planning commission. And I think we've had so many changes in staff over the last few years excuse me, sir, but including your own position, that I think that uh, a number of us may, who have been here for a while, may not understand what our purview is. And I think that I would request, as I've requested a number of occasions, sir, that you provide us with some orientation, again, of what your role is, what your staff's role is, and what this commission's role is. Because we are a commission and not a committee, as has been discussed a lot online recently, not about us, but about other committees. And I think that your role is different than it was with your predecessors. And I think that it would be important for us to understand that distinction in terms of economic development vis-a-vis -vis historic preservation, okay? Our planning in the larger role, okay? Could I ask for that to be agendized at the next meeting? Uh, Dave, Chair, Vice Chair, could we table this and let the applicants um... I, why is why are you doing that, Chair? There's no reason for the applicant to say anything at this point. I'm trying to say that we can do this under communications. This is a commission uh, issue. No, it's a commission issue indeed, because we need to know what we just voted on and what authority we have. 
And I don't think it's very clear. I don't think you're very clear about it, to be honest, Chair. I don't think our current planning director and economic development director is clear about it. And I'm really sorry to bring this up right now. I think we had a clear vote on this at least twice in the last year. And I think coming back and back to this similar issues is a result of not being clear about what each of the commission's role is, okay? Because it is definitely different than my recall over the last seven years on this commission, okay? I, I'm very happy to support that, Vice Chair Newman. Um, my understanding is that this particular certificate of appropriateness and the decision being made today is an advisory recommendation, which will be forwarded to the decision-making body, which is the planning commission. And happy to uh, discuss that further at uh, a future HPC meeting as a business item. Along those lines, director, would you mind sending to all the commissioners this particular ordinance so we can look at it, you know, when our I have a little time to digest it before we have a meeting on this. Certainly. Thank you. Would, is there anything else that might be more helpful commissioners uh, in what we might call an orientation process? Okay. Um, I would like to say that I appreciate the applicant being here and um, we've concluded your hearing. You're welcome to stay if you like. Um, we have no other business items, so we are gonna go, let's just see the agenda. We're gonna go just into communications, which is on our agenda. And um, I would ask the commissioners if they would like to share anything with us at this time. I have no no uh, no sharing today at this meeting, so now it comes time for staff. Can I can I ask for one thing? Certainly. I think we've asked at least once, and I think more than once, for some response about the um, ferry landing landside project, and I would ask again for staff uh, to please provide us with that because this whole area around the ferry landing, including the two parks, is very prominent. It's, although some of it is not in the historic district, some of it is. And I think that our being kept aside in that discussion is not appropriate. And uh, Vicki and I, uh, excuse me, Chair Nichols and I had right. one meeting. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it went to the council without a second meeting. I think I've talked to a number of people that have asked me about the impact on the parks. And uh, I know the council has uh, taken charge of this, if I may say that politely, which they should. But I think we felt as a commission 
at least the last I understood it, that we should have some role in advising the council on whatever is being proposed by public works, which I don't feel we have been given a chance to do. And uh, if we look at the minutes, um, I think we have asked for this at least once and maybe more than once. And I'm asking again, the community development and economic director to please provide us with that information because I do believe that's in our purview. The way I read the commission's responsibility and it includes both planning, architecture and landscape. And to that degree, I'm still asking for that and believe it is appropriate for us to have that agendized, not sometime in the distant future, but next meeting. Thank you. Thank you, Chair, uh, Vice Chair. <clears throat> Anybody else before we turn it over to Director Phipps? Okay, it looks like you have the floor there, Director Phipps. Thank you, Chair. Um, so regarding Ferry Landslide planning, uh, and this would be just an independent communication as separate from Vice Chair Newman's, um, Planning Commission has made the same request. I have been in contact with um, Director of Public Works, Kevin McGowan. He is in the process of putting together a presentation that will summarize a status update on the Ferry Landslide improvements. It is, agenda, uh, it is tentatively agendized at a future Planning Commission meeting. I think it would be wonderful for uh, Director McGowan to provide a similar or the same update to the HPC following their update to the Planning Commission. And I only say following the update because that is how uh, those meetings are, are scheduled. Planning Commission will fall before the next uh, HPC meeting. So we are working towards that. And um, I am on Director McGowan's timeline as far as when, when he feels comfortable and, and has the presentation ready to go. Um, but, but I am committing myself to um, following through on that and bringing you an update which will be presented by DPW Director. So that's communication item number one. Um, communication item number two, I connected with Chris Verplank earlier this week, and I think that um, commissioners are familiar with him as the drafter of the historic context statement that was previously prepared and approved by city council. Um, he indicated that he'd be willing to present an update to the HPC in connection with the approved context statement and answer any questions the group might have. So I, I heard your request on that as well. Um, third item of communication is uh, Ms. Taiki and I have discussed creating a trigger for a more robust historic resource evaluation to be conducted with historic properties in the downtown H overlay. Um, and this will represent a strategy for us to heighten review processes being sensitive to the historic quality and value of the district. So um, we, we heard your comments on that as well, and we are moving to address them. Final communication item is, uh, we're still working on multiple staffing commissions here in CDT, uh, positions, excuse me, in CDT. And, you know, we, we I, I think it's, um, Again, no mystery that we are short-staffed, and you know that's a big priority for us. Uh, we have a number of openings: senior planner, assistant planner, code enforcement officer, building official, permit tech, and those um, solicitations are ongoing. 
I will keep you all posted as related to any new personnel that come through. Um, I am most optimistic about code enforcement officer. I'm hoping that I will have very good news for commission at the next meeting. And that concludes my communication items. Thank you. Thank you. Can I, I'm going to try to ask one question without going over the Brown Act, since this is not agenda. I, it's just a clarification. When you say more robust um, attention to downtown properties, could I interpret that to be that you're going to request more formal qualified evaluations? From, from Correct. And, and thank you. Okay, for that's terrific. Yep. <laughs> terrific. Thank you very much. Okay, um, I think we have concluded our business for this evening. I appreciate your comments. I ask just say Absolutely. one complimentary thing. <laughs> Pardon me? I want to say one complimentary thing. Sure. I think, I think our new, uh, that uh, Kristen did an excellent job on what she presented to us uh, and in the report. And I want to compliment her on that. Okay. Thank and you. Not not for the staff to interpret any of my comments as being negative, but being wanting to be constructive and trying to reinforce the importance of historic preservation in our community, and not see it as something that's a kind of a add-on, but something that's critically important, including to what one of our proponents said tonight, which is. Uh, economic vitality in this community, because having read a number of reports from the MIJ recently, uh, the reason people are coming to Sausalito, one of the major reasons anyway, is because we have preserved the historic downtown. And I think that we need to keep that in mind <laughs> I'm sure the community development director is hearing me in his right ear and thinking <laughs> in his left ear what eco economic development means. But um, I think I want to compliment the community development director as well as trying to and planning director of trying to straddle that because I think we have an incredible incredibly difficult situation. And I've been in historic communities before and been on planning commissions before. And I recognize that is not an easy position for either of you, uh, either as director or as staff to be in. And I appreciate what you tried to do tonight. And I think you accomplished it well. And I thank you. Amen. Thank you, David. I'm sure that's Look much forward to working with you. Yeah, and I totally agree as well. Um, the the quality was such in the report that it was easy to help us understand the findings. Not that we need to understand them, but have them in front of us to do everything in a neat, concise, clear uh, evaluation. So really appreciate that. Sure. Okay, everybody, let's go get some dinner or something. Or whatever. Amen to that. And, and, yeah. and thank you um, for, for the positive words. It really does go a long way. So, so much appreciated. Um, thank you, Chair, Vice Chair, Commissioner Berkowitz, Ms. Taiki. Have a great long weekend. Oh, one thing. Uh, I'm sorry, one thing. We'll, I think we said this before, but will staff do us the um, extra boost of when you send out your staff reports? 
if you'll just send us an email with the link, it's easy to just get that email and go right in there. That would be really helpful. Absolutely. And that was that's a mea culpa this this round. Um, we'll do so moving forward. We'll fix that. Okay, great. That, that's helpful. Okay, everybody. Good evening. Thank you all very much. Night. Look forward to working with you all. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye.